But I gotta be honest today. If you wanna look at the future and the technology, uh, don't look anymore at the San Francisco. You need to look at China. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Valte Cafe. Today, we're going to talk about tech trends in media. What should we expect in 2019 and the coming years? I am Lina Sarate, strategist at Valtec, and today I am in Montreal with Damien Lefebvre, president of Valtec Montreal and EVP Innovation, Valtec North America. Hi, Damien. Bonjour. Hi, Lina. Thank you for being here with us. So, a few weeks ago, you did a presentation uh, at InfoPress about uh, tech trends in media. Uh, InfoPress, one of the top events and institutions here uh, in the industry. What can you share with us? Uh, what are the top trends that we can't ignore in the coming years? There is, I would say, five of them. Uh, okay. First one related to um, conversational. The second one related to uh, our current 3D modelization. And you, I will explain why 3D modelization in the context of media. Then the drones, uh, the e-gaming, and for sure the AI and the robot journalism. Okay. Uh, what I propose you to do today is like more related to the first two one, uh, conversational and uh, and 3D okay. modelization. Okay, conversational. Just just uh, to clarify for our listeners, so what do you mean by conversational today when we're talking about it? Do you have uh, an Alexa or Google Home at home? Not yet. Not yet. Ah, that's a shame. <laughs> But you know that 20% of Americans have already an Alexa or Google Home. Look, it's a device, you can talk to it, and then you're going to reply. Look, that's an amazing device. Uh, it's really mainstream in the US and Canada, even in China, uh, just for your own purpose. And it's really going to change the way you interact with the machine. Look, instead of going to, if you if you're looking for an information today, most of the time you're going to open your iPhone, type down your password, open an application, and yeah. so on and so far. And it's it's painful, you know. Even on the web, uh, I strongly believe that no interface uh, and conversational is part of it. Is part of the family of the no interface. Is really going to disrupt the way we interact with, with the machine. And that's going to be a game changer. And that's why brands really need to move forward into that direction in terms of how can we now interact with the machine without interfaces. Mm-hmm. What you mean for, for brands, what it means is that they need to further develop new experiences, focus on, on this new no-interface experiences. Yeah. Many brands uh, are already uh, on Alexa and Google Home. You know, uh, As you may know, there is more than, I don't know, like 5,000 new skills on a quality basis, which is huge. I would say not all of them are amazing skills. You know, it's like application yeah. in the past in the mobile phone. But still, it's a lot. And even, you know, companies such as Purina, uh, History Channel, Kayak, they are already there mm-hmm. and they are very successful. Now, an example of, uh, of uh, a great, uh, great uh, skills, we call skills for application in the in the conventional world, uh, thanks to Alexa on it. But let's say, if you want to listen to CBC, okay, I used to, every morning, go to the kitchen, trying to figure out where is my iPad, you know, because as soon as you got an iPad at home and you got kids, it's very difficult to, <laughs> to, uh, to find your iPad. But anyway, let's say I have it, I have to open it up, put my, write down my password, select the application CBC, and then open, open up the radio yeah. and, and listen to the radio. It was like a 10, 10 seconds, 50 seconds, but that was painful. Every morning doing the same. Now it's, it's completely uh, changed because I'm going to the kitchen, I'm going to say, 
Alexa, play CBC Radio. I'm just going to listen to it without even opening up my my iPad or my yeah. iPhone. It's an amazing change. It's this notion of immediacy as well. It's just a smooth, uh, streamlined experience. Will this give... So what does this mean in terms of if we are more in the no interface or audio experiences, maybe are we thinking also the rise of audio ads? Well, for sure, it's going to change the, the way the, uh, the media is going to you know, uh, do advertising. It's uh, it started being ma mainstream in the U.S., as we mentioned, 20% of uh, yeah. penetration rate, probably 75% of penetration rate in the next two years, which is huge, you know. Considering that, I'm sure that the media companies are going to try to investigate how can mm. they leverage that audience. And I'm sure that uh, Google is uh, and uh, Alexa and Amazon are already working on it. I know that I have heard that P&G is uh, doing a test right now Uh, with Alexa, Look, I will probably think that uh, early in 2019, we're going to see and, and listen to the first uh, new audio ad yeah. on, the, on Alexa. And I think besides giving rise to new, new ad formats, uh, uh, we were also talking about the notion of um, rethinking the customer journey and uh, thinking how you can provide just a better experience to people who are already expecting these new new formats and new ways of interacting with with brands. Yeah, that, that's really the, the, the way we are um, doing it at uh, even at Vertec, in our case when we are working with customers, when we are doing a customer journey, we, we are now integrating the the notion of the no interface. You know, we, we start thinking of, okay, how can we now uh, interfere within that customer journey Uh, by using those, those, those no interface, you know, we're going to investigate. Sometimes, you know, you won't respond to um, uh, a need. Sometimes we will. And in those cases, when we find out that uh, it could be a play, uh, we are moving to a POC, proof of, proof of concept, as we did with Yellow Pages and even the Radio Canada uh, when we did, when we support and uh, Radio Canada for the uh, Google Home uh, uh, application that they have created. Okay. What are the experiences of the agency in this field? Like you've mentioned, you've done work it's tough, with... It's tough, Lina, as you know, you're working at the agency and um, it's always complicated when you say to your designers, hey guys, you don't have any job anymore in three years because uh, the experience is going to move to uh, design to conversational, but which is really not true, you know, but in a sense, that's that's something that we even need to look at it as an agency. You know, we, we started two years ago uh, investigating the no interface, first with more like sensors oriented, you know, like Nest, I don't know if you're in the yeah. thermostat Nest, and then we integrated the the conversational with the uh, with the uh, the launch of uh, Alexa and, and Google Home. Uh, we did a lot of uh, proof of concept internally, and we started having that experience, and uh, we start our first experiences with customers in 2018 and now I would say we have we are stronger and stronger and we have the, now the capacity of uh, of doing great experiences with uh, the conventional uh, when we're talking about um, penetration rates in North America we're focusing on yes the states and Canada but around the world where could we be looking at for good best practices or where could we be looking at for, you know, deciphering the future of, of this practice? It's a good question. You know what? I did immigrate in North America like 20, 23 years ago because I was fascinated by the, the new technology in the U.S. and even in Canada. But I got to be honest today, if you want to look at the future and the technology, uh, don't look anymore at the San Francisco. You need to look at China because even from a conventional standpoint, Baidu has already uh, more than 100 million devices um, installation of the Baidu uh, voice. And uh, the Ali Jenny 
from Alibaba. It's an amazing, yeah. an amazing uh, device. And I even invite people to Google it and look at uh, what uh, Alibaba came up in terms of technology because they have integrated um, the notion of, of conversational with a kind of funny personalization uh, of uh, your cell phone. It's, it's pretty nice. It's difficult to explain. Uh, yeah. But uh, I really invite people to type down Ali Jenny and look at it. And, and, and the Chinese market is, is even in advance compared to us in terms of uh, conversational. So we will say then 2019 and the coming years for sure we have this uh, notion of conversational no interface. Yep. Uh, and so this means for brands that they need to, to be looking and integrating this. If you don't, if, uh, I would even say that if you don't have any uh, projects related to conversational in your roadmap in 2018, there is something wrong. So now moving on, on, you mentioned instead of talking about uh, VR or uh, AR, uh, you wanted to focus on 3D modelization. Uh, why is this a trend relevant for, for the media industry? Good question, good question. First, um, when I talk to the media industry, most of them say, Damien, VR and AR, people are not ready yet, I'm not so sure. And just say, guys, wake up. Remember Pokemon Go two, two years ago? More billion of people play with it. Look, it's already mainstream. That's my that's my first point. Mm -hmm. The second one, I don't know if you have uh, Snapchat, but I'm pretty sure you are, you have Snapchat on your iPhone. And the people that are using Snapchat are really hard on the, uh, experiencing 3D. Uh, could be uh, an advertising, could be something else. And if you look at the the, the recent advertising related to 3D uh, with the BMW X2 or even Taco Bell, they had an amazing success on Snapchat because they. They use a 3D modernized product, which was a BMW uh, first, and uh, with a kind of game around it. You know, you were able to look at your BMW on the street or, or in your driveway and so on and so far. And it was an amazing hat, and they had an amazing success system of engagement. So my first point is, today, 3D ads are already there. It's not true that it's not it's going to be in the future. It's already on Snapchat. You have even a yeah. Snapchat generation expected 3D experiences from an advertising standpoint instead of get, getting just a 2D images and so on and so forth. And that's critical, you know. I think that generation is going to say, that, I mean, we want to experiment the product. You know, it's, we're not used to look at the product on a 2D screen. That's it, that's all. We want to experiment it. But first, I think that that generation is going to push the media industry. Secondly... If you look at the Amazon application, within the Amazon application, you have a feature called AirView. And they have already 3D modernized more than 100,000 products on Amazon, meaning that if you want to buy a chair and uh, you want to first see the chair uh, within your living room, it's possible. Just AirView, augmented reality, and then you're going, to have, you're going to see the chair within your living room. Yeah. Amazing experiences. Mm. For so yeah, so you're consumers. saying that people today are are expecting those type of experiences, and basically the message is that brands should be responding to to these needs. Exactly, and there is two ways to do it. First, they need to investigate with a uh, uh, advertiser if they have any 3D assets, and most of it start having 3D assets. As we, as you know, we have done an amazing experience. Uh, for Decathlon, eh? we did a, a VR project. You know, we we are yeah. uh, let the people 
select camping tents uh, within the VR experience and experiment the tent and walk through the tent and so on and so far. And that's not the purpose of the topics today. But what I want to say there is we have already 3D modernized the camping tents of Decathlon and we are continuing to 3D modernize other products. So first thing to do, the media company needs to say, hey, do you guys have any 3D assets? And most of the time gonna, people are going to say, yeah, we have it. Do you want it? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Let's do a POC proof of concept, you know, or yeah. related to it. Now, that's first. Is do it that way. Is trying to integrate within the advertising offering that AR experiences, and even much better when you think now that you don't need to download an app to do an AR experience. Now with yes. uh, Apple Quick Look, we can uh, we we call it web VR, you know, web AR. We can uh, have uh, 3D experiences without downloading an app. Yeah, today we need, it requires less effort from people to just... Exactly. Uh, no, we, I think that's a huge change for the uh, media industry. Yeah. So, and I guess it's not just for... If we were to talk about specific industries or specific products, that it would make sense to, to develop these experiences. But, I mean, you've mentioned it already. You've given some examples uh, with uh, several brands or even Decathlon who's doing it. But Yeah, I was talking, you know, recently I was talking to a media firm. They have an amazing uh, iPad app. And I was just saying, guys, I really imagine being in my living room reading your newspaper and have uh, uh, AR experiences. And the New York Times already come up with some amazing content related to AR, not from an advertising standpoint, it's more related from a content standpoint. Storytelling. Storytelling, and- which is great because you're not, it's complicated to copy, you know, um, uh, an AR experience. It's true. You know, don't, from the New York Times, the Washington Post came up with something amazing from an AR standpoint. Now you're going to see more and more AR experiences from a content standpoint. Meaning that the technology is ready, is going to be inside the newspaper. Yeah. So now it's just a fact of leveraging that technology for advertising. Yeah, absolutely. If newspapers and mainstream media start providing this type of way of storytelling that really immerses people and, and in a way interacts with them, for sure brands are, are also going to want to be there and tap into this interest. Yep. So if we were to tell, if a company wants to maybe innovate or adopt one of these technologies or implement something new, uh, that how could they know what is the fit for them? What is the fit for, for the business and not just innovate for the sake of innovating or implementing something just because it is a trend, but that it really makes sense for them? So what are your thoughts on where companies could, where could they start from? Yeah, I think the, the the best thing to do is as we did for for Decathlon, we we started first with a workshop related to VR and AR, uh, with the line of the different products at Decathlon, and we had the the mission of at least start a, just a proof of concept, you know, with a limited budget, and we figure what would be the best project uh, with the different owners of the the of the, of the product lines, and we ended up with that camping tents uh, proof of concept. Now we did the first proof of concept. Very low cost, you know. Just wanna, just wanna try experiment. Is is it possible to do it? Because sometimes you you are thinking of something, but it's not possible. Technology speaking, or for different reasons. And we did it. Uh, we had uh, good feedback from consumers in Paris, and then we moved to uh, MVP uh, during summer 2018. Sorry. Uh, in the seven countries, I think, in the 12 locations. And we started having good results in terms of even sales, good mm-hmm. results from a feedback, customer feedback, but also from a sales standpoint, for sure. And then the Decathlon decided to move forward with a, a worldwide release of that uh, setup, that VR setup, uh, 
uh, that we have created for them. Yeah, okay. So it's that notion of proof of concept, testing, something that is... MVPs uh, and, uh, and so on and so far. But uh, something that you need to avoid is doing a PowerPoint. Because most of the time when people <laughs> want to even innovate, they are doing PowerPoint. So it's like, don't do a PowerPoint, just F, do it, you know? <laughs> that's it, that's all. Okay, okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you, Damien, for sharing your insights with us today. Thank you, Lina. Uh, we will for sure be watching to the No Interface and the 3D experiences as they will give rise to new content formats. So we will be watching out for that. And to all of you, to our listeners, please feel free to share your thoughts with us through Facebook Valtech Canada uh, so we can keep the discussion going. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>